Well, it is, in fact, S-H-I-T. So So happy happy it's Thursday. And we're going to get this show on the road. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Pros. <laughs> and we are ready for Ham to drop yeah. the boy. All right, all you business pros, before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, and drop a review and help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests as we rise up in those podcast rankings. We will greatly appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, go to www.businessbros.biz slash podcast guest and schedule your time slot. And don't forget to follow us on all social media at business bros pod we're super excited super excited to bring yet another incredible guest on the business bros pod this time for round two back by popular demand our guest is here with us again to share an uncanny ability to communicate on a supernatural plane in case you forgot our guest has felt her gift so powerfully that she published her first book at the tender young age of six years old our guest was so popular the first time around that we just had to bring her back for round two we know there are still skeptics out there but tune in today and maybe you'll be convinced we're super excited to hear more of her tales from the other side and more about how she's built a growing practice despite people's apprehension about the unknown so joining us again today from socal medium llc we're excited to welcome back this awesome incredible medium and spiritual guide welcome to the show Kelly Fisher. It is time to have some fun today. Welcome back. First of all, welcome back. Thank you so much. What an awesome intro. You guys are awesome. We love to have uh, uh, some excitement at the very beginning, get people's juices flowing and let them know what's going on. And uh, speaking of getting the juice flowing, you have quite a unique experience. For everybody who missed it the very first time, uh, can you tell can you tell the audience a little bit about what it is that you do, and when did this all start for you? So I am a spirit medium. I'm also, I guess, termed a psychic medium, um, which means that I'm psychic. And I also can connect to spirit. I can connect to those who have left their physical bodies and passed on. So um, the psychic, there's two different levels. The psychic level is really working soul to soul, soul to soul communication. So that's when I sit with somebody and I understand maybe where they've been, where they are and where they might be headed. But it is different from really forecasting, you know, the future. It's not, it's not as much looking into the crystal ball as people might. Um, might believe. And and then the mediumistic part is where I connect to mothers, brothers, sisters, um, children and spirit, animals, even dogs, cats, um, those who have experienced a physical death here in the physical world and have passed on to the world of spirit. And I'm able to bring back information that's specific to who they are so that they can reconnect with their loved ones. So we got to experience a little bit about uh, your what you do uh, on a 
on, on a more personal level. So uh, you give my wife a, a reading and I was initially going to go and just kind of drop her off, right? I was going to say, you know, here you go. This is for you, uh, you know, and then I'll, I'll hang out in the car. But then I kind of got curious and I went in and <laughs> sat down a little bit. Um, and, and as a skeptic, like when you were describing what was going on, right. And I tried mm-hmm. to, I tried to say zero, like I, as, as little as I possibly can. Cause I was like, let's see how much she's, she's, you know, she's can pull out and then who she's connecting with. And, and if this is a thing, cause I, as you know, like I told you last time, I'm like a super skeptic in the same, it's this sort of stuff. Right. Totally. And so, uh, we're sitting there and, and as you're, as you're describing who's coming through, like in my mind, I was thinking, oh, she's talking about Danny. I thought she was talking about, uh, about, you know, my little brother. Uh, and cause he, he was, he, the way you were describing things going on, the emotions they were feeling was a little bit different. So that's who I thought you were describing. Uh, and then as, as we got more into the read, I was like, well, that doesn't really fit him. That doesn't really fit him. What ended up happening was after that, my wife was like, she's not talking about Danny. She's talking about Hector. Right. And I was like, Oh, yeah. and all of a sudden, a lot of the things that you were saying was like, Oh, totally connects. Like it totally <laughs> makes sense. Uh, and, and just to, just to kind of reiterate, uh, you know, some of what, what, what ended up happening, um, after we left, uh, you know, the wife and I were kind of discussing, we're like, okay, yeah, those things all, almost all those things, right. They all make sense. All those clicked. Uh, and I reached out to, uh, to my godmother who was, um, she has, you know, three of his, his kids, right. Two daughters, one yeah. of them, my goddaughter. And, uh, and I had told her about the experience. And since then, her and I have reconnected again because, you know, oh. they, they grew up here in San Diego, but then they moved, uh, they moved to LA because, you know, most of her family's over there. And so they moved and we kind of, you know, I mean, that's a little bit of distance, so we didn't stay as close. Uh, but after that experience, like we, now we talk, we're, we're talking again, we get back on the phone and it kind of, it kind of reconnected that, that situation. And I don't know, I don't know if she's, you know, into the whole spirit world or not or anything mm-hmm. like that, but the cool thing is whatever whatever you know you brought into our sphere turned into a, a positive outlook and i thought that was really cool uh do you get a lot of responses from uh from the people that you have readings that are similar to that yes and thank you for the feedback i always love hearing those stories because it's so nice to see i mean what i think is so incredible and, and even miraculous in a way is that our friends and loved ones and important people in spirit will come to us to reconnect us to their family. And mm-hmm. that's part of the reason, you know, cause here we are on a business podcast. You probably didn't think your friend would come through that would reconnect you to his family. Um, so that's, that happened actually recently. I, I was invited to read at a wedding, which I initially was like, this is really different, wow. you know, really outside of my sphere of experience and also a lot of pressure because you know, it's a big day. It's like, if I don't, if I mess this up, that's, that's the only chance I get. And they'll talk about it forever in a negative light. And so luckily I went, the, the, the group was beautiful. The wedding was beautiful. The reading was amazing. And it was such a cool way to bring through all of these family members, um, who couldn't be at the wedding because they've gone Mm -hmm. to the, to heaven, to the world of spirit. And um, so anyway, long story short, I ended up bringing through this woman who passed of of cancer and she was really looking for her husband and her two sons. And the contact ended up going to the groom who understood who she was. And and, I mean, by name, she was just an amazing communicator and what she brought through. But it actually turned out that her husband and her two sons were not at the wedding 
So the next day, the day after the group, the groom's wedding, he called his friend and he said, you have to just get in the car, come meet me, no questions asked. So the friend hopped in the car, brought the kids, and met up with him and his, um, the groom told him the entire story. And and then they subsequently came into my office and I was able to connect them. They're two younger boys. I was able to connect them with their mother, him with his wife. And it was just such a cool experience of um, them really missing her and somehow her coming through me at a wedding to their friend. So it's just it's just amazing the connections that are made and the way that the spirit people know who's going to be where and what medium's going to be working and how they can get their message through. So it's it's funny because today just literally today and and I don't spend very much time on TikTok because it will capture me, right? It'll it'll get <laughs> yeah. me and I'll be stuck in there for a few few you know 30 minutes, 20 minutes an hour, right? Uh, yeah. But today I, I was doing my post uh, and I do, I do post my stuff on TikTok, the clips and everything. And while it was, if you leave TikTok, by the way, when you make a post, it won't continue the post until it'll make you stay there until the whole post gets loaded. I learned that because oh, wow. I come back and I was like, well, I thought I posted today. Well, I didn't stick around to let, let it go through. So anyways, while it was posting, I had something come up on my feed and it was uh, this girl, she goes, I had this epiphany. She's like, you know, if energy is never lost or created, it's always there. That would explain a lot of things in the universe, a lot of things in science, a lot of things in religion. Uh, mm -hmm. And it got me thinking, especially because I was going to speak to you today, that, you know, consciousness is a form of energy. And if energy right. cannot be lost and it cannot be created, then when we leave this, this, this body of ours, what happens to that consciousness? And it kind of opens up that theory of, you know, where you are in life, mm -hmm. can you still be connected to other, other entities, other things? And, you know, she went on to explain other things. She's like, the Fibonacci sequence, you know, it's like uh, the little, you know, the little numbers that you can see those Fibonacci sequences in all through humanity. What about the solar system? What about, you know, all these different things? And I was thinking, you know, that gives you that possibility, scientific possibility for those of us who are skeptical on, on the whole spiritual side, that that could be a possibility to, you know, make that happen, like to make that connection with people. And maybe you're just yeah. tuning in to a frequency that a lot of us maybe are uh, oblivious to, kind of like wearing those glasses that kind of take out the blue light. Like we don't actually mm -hmm. see the blue light, but it's there. Uh, and, yeah. and so, you know, share with share with the audience a little bit about how how that comes into you and how you connect with it on a regular basis, and uh, and and how like at the wedding, how you channel it for multiple people. It's not just one person. Yeah. Okay. So. I love what you're talking about with energy because, you know, it, I, I try to, especially when somebody's skeptic or they're an engineer, they're more scientifically minded to speak in um, terms of energy when we talk about spirit communication is helpful. Now we're dealing with people, you know, they're, they're, they're no longer in a physical body, but these are people, they lived human lives. They had families, they had jobs, they had emotions, they're people, they're not energy, but they actually, well, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go back here. They are energy, but I don't like to talk about them in terms of being energy because then I feel like it, it takes away the humanity that that belonged to them. Um, but there is, you know, energy just changes. That that's what it is. So um, when we're in a physical body, our energy, our vibration is at a certain level, and then when we leave the physical body, 
it changes to a different vibration. So what I believe that I do is I lift my vibration. I, I lift my ability to connect to reach their vibration. They also subsequently slow theirs and we meet in the middle. So we that's where the word medium comes from is that we meet in this middle vibration. Um, and yeah, so the way that you talk about energy is really, it's really amazing, it's really fascinating. And we know that it doesn't just end. So that kind of, for all of those people who believe that we just die and that's it, we have one life to live and then we get buried in, into the earth or we get cremated or whatever, and that is the end of our story. You know, where does it go? Where do all our memories, where does the love, where do, you know, where do those, um, those thoughts and, and those relationships that we've created, where do they go? And um, and really they live on, they, the spirit people continue on, your loved ones continue on, they just live in a different world. Um, so when I'm doing a group reading to answer that question, and how do I, how do I bring through people in a big group? What I do as a medium is I look for the communicator that blends best with me. So I, I don't know if I've talked about this in the past, but I use the Venn diagram. Do you remember the Venn diagram when you were going through elementary school? Mm -hmm. um, so I use that to explain it. Cause when I talk about blending, people conjure up these images of like Demi Moore and Ghost and, um, yeah. and the whole like taking over the body. That doesn't happen. It's just, we just blend. So our circles just overlap. And then I get to know them. I get to know um, some of their personalities. So I'm looking for the the loved one who blends best with me and I get a, a few specific details or I'll get my direction because if I'm looking at a room of people I'll, I'll be pulled to the right or to the center or to the left or to the back or to the front so I should have some direction there and then I'll have you know mom who passed of breast cancer um, who whose name was Cindy you know and then I should be able to find my person that's in a that's in a perfect world, I would get those kinds of details because that's fairly specific. Um, but if I have some pretty loose details, then I'm hoping to know where I'm going to. So I'll, I'll, I'll kind of know what direction I'm going in or I'll know which person I'm speaking to. And then I'll start to work with them and I'll start to bring their details through just like I would in a private sitting. And, and then it's just all about timing and making sure that I'm not staying too long with one person and, um, and then being able to switch my Kind of my awareness from one person to the next but it is tough when you get like a really strong communicator really great communicator because as a medium you want to hold on to them and just have have them talk all night mm -hmm. um so it's tough to let those people go and then to move on to the next but um in a group of course you have you want to get through as many people and messages as you can so I, we also shared it with my father-in-law who's even more skeptical than I am. Right. He's yeah. like, well, of course. I mean, you, you, did you say his name? Did you talk about, you know, what did you say? What did you get out of, you know, what were you telling her that she was being able to pull this information? Uh, and, and it's funny because I, you know, I, I remember sitting there and, and not really saying much and I'm kind of a talker, right? I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm saying I could talk, but I wanted to see what it was like. And it was, it was very, uh, it was very much, uh, I don't know. It's almost like you kind of have to experience it. Well, speaking of which, uh, last time, some of the feedback we got from uh, from people that were asking why you were on the show was, could she do a reading right there on the air, like live reading? So yeah. I guess, you know, that's uh, I'm going to ask, you know, can you do that? And then mm -hmm. the other thing is, uh, the you know, when you have skeptics like, uh, you know, like myself, like my father-in-law who are like, well, yeah, you've already given the information. How does, you know, how does that kind of take away from a group reading or take away from a reading that you would already have a connection? So um, 
usually in, in a private sitting, even in a group, I do an introduction and I, I ask the group to not give me any information. I wanna know nothing about the people that I'm reading for. Um, first of all, it helps for skeptics to know, well, I haven't said anything. I've just said yes or no, or I don't know. Um, so, you know, how would she have pulled that detail or how would she have known that name or, or how would she know what was in my bedside table? You know, that was from my father. Those things I can't know. I can't even look them up on Google. And trust me, I've got three kids, so I don't even have time for that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and, and it, it also um, it helps me because if I know too much going in, and, and that happens because I read for my friends, I read for my family, and sometimes if I know too much going in, it can my logical mind gets wrapped up in what I already know. So I, I really prefer to know nothing. And that way it can just be like a really, a really fresh, really raw reading um, where even I know the information that's coming is brand new. I couldn't have conjured it up from memory or from something else. Um, now, oh, that's so sweet. Hi, Kimberly. Um, so I, now I just sort of lost my train of thought. But yes, um, I don't I don't like to know anything. And I like to set those boundaries. I don't want anybody to feel like, oh, well, now I can't say anything but yes, no, and I don't know. So I let them know there aren't any rules, but don't tell me everything about your loved one. You know, I, I do. I would prefer for them to sit. And I'm trained um, by by English mediums, and they're very strict about the way that they set up their their sittings. And it is particularly because when mediumship first uh, began, there was there were so many skeptics. So so there there was all in the evidence and the proof. And so you really don't in a in an English um, reading with an English medium, it's a yes no I don't know, and you do not give any other information. It's very strict um, for that reason. So. I don't know if that answered your question. Yeah, that definitely, <laughs> that definitely does. Okay. That definitely does. And then what about doing readings online? Have you done readings via Zoom? Oh. Uh, have you done, uh, you know, now that we have COVID, obviously, and it's kind of weird for people to, you know, they, there's a lot of fear going around. Uh, they don't want to enter the spirit world a little early, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, doing digital readings, does that affect anything at all? Do you still get those connections that way? Oh my gosh, yes. I just read for a woman in Belgium this morning. So um, I, I read for people all over the world. Yeah, and Zoom is a, is a phenomenal invention, right? Or techno technological um, thing that we have accessible to us because before this, you know, you had the, the phone and I still do phone readings, but we, like we had in our last session together, there are interruptions. There are, you know, there it's hard to do phone readings sometimes, but if you have a good wireless connection over Zoom, it's fantastic. I actually sometimes prefer it to in-person just because I can just be in my space. They can be in theirs. We can both be really comfortable and um, everything is, it's, it's just, quiet. So, um, so yeah, it's, it, it doesn't affect the reading at all. I mean, the people in spirit are with me, they're with their loved ones. And then when I'm doing a psychic reading, I'm just finding their energy so they can be halfway across the world or all the way across the world. And it, it doesn't matter. Do you like turn it on and off or like, can I, would I, would it be fair to say like right now, James and I are here, is there anything coming through for us right now? Like, is that something that we yeah. could ask or is it something that like you, you have to kind of, you know, put yourself in that, in the right state of mind. 
Well, I think that there there are boundaries that any medium needs to set ethically, and um, and for me, my boundaries are that I you know I would not be reading you or James right now because it's not appropriate. You haven't given me permission to do so. So right now, I'm just Kelly talking about mediumship. But if you come to me in a session or I or I go into a group reading intentionally, people know what they're there for. Then you've basically given me the the go ahead, the green light to take a look behind the veil. Um, either into your personal life and into your personal business or into your loved ones who've passed because those those connections I mean your loved ones are yours they're not mine so it's really not my business to be reaching for your people now sometimes yes you can turn it on and off and that's something that I have um, worked with I've learned to develop it, it takes practice um, but what it does do is it it preserves my energy. So I used to be the kind of person that would go to a concert or or into a mall or something like that and come out with a, the worst headache or a stomach ache or whatever. I just, I was really affected by the number of people there and the energy and I didn't realize how sensitive I was. And oh my gosh, airplanes are the worst because the spirit world know that they have a captive audience in a medium on an airplane. And it was you can't get any peace because there's all these people have all these dead people that are coming to you. So I had to learn that there was an on off switch and that I could set my boundaries for the spirit world to say, okay, these are times that I'm working and you can come to me. And these are times when I'm off and I'm just Kelly, I'm just a human being because I have to be normal. You have to stay grounded in this world. And there are some mediums who don't and they're hard to relate to because they're off with spirit all the time. Um, so, so there's an on and off, and I think it's important too because I think that Hollywood tells us that you know mediums walk into grocery stores and give readings to people all over the place, and that's we call those drip, leaky mediums or a drippy medium, and and that's not good. They're um, not always. I mean, sometimes there's a there's a time and a place, but people aren't always ready to receive those messages. There has to be that level of agreement. So. Um, it, so yes, could I read you right now? Could I tune in and, and pick up information from you all and, and say it on air? Yeah, I can do that. But but my awareness isn't shifted in that direction right now. So, um, but I do do live uh, Zoom readings, done fairly big groups in the past. Um, it works pretty well. It can be a little bit frustrating just because the comments, like the feedback from them can be in the chat and it's yes or no and it comes a little bit after that last detail that I just picked up on. So it's not as live uh, time feedback as I would probably like it to be. So that makes it a little bit more difficult. I definitely um, love the in-person group readings over the Zoom, but um, but they're, they're all, I don't know, there's value to all of them. I think they. I think. Uh, I think most people would prefer the the live ones as well. You you kind of mentioned okay, so that you you don't want to almost kind of get into a spirit realm without asking permission. Um, that you have certain boundaries that you set for yourself. Uh, is that because you know as much as you want to stay on the positive vibes and uh, and in the in in the light, is it because there's possibility to go down a, a wrong path that there's negativity? I mean, obviously we're always raised with you know if there's light, there's darkness. If there's good, there's bad, hot and cold. Uh, is that also a possibility that exists? And you just train, you've been uh, trained to kind of stick to one path that you prefer to go on, or is that just kind of like our own fear getting the best of us? 
Well, I think it could be a combination of both. I think sometimes fear can play into your imagination and what you experience and, um, and it can augment the um, scary factor in anything. Um, but I, I do sort of subscribe to this belief that like attracts like. And if you're high, if your vibration, if you're your daily day to day, the way that you are as a person, if you're a high vibing person, then you're going to attract high vibing energy entities, loved ones, those kinds of things. Um, if you're really in the dumps and, and you're into substance abuse and there's things that are taking you down um, and you're at a lower vibration, I think there's probably a higher probability of you attracting something that would feel like a little ickier in, in energy. Um, can, but, you, can you help people that are in like a lower vibration uh, maybe yeah. I, I don't want to say in a, in a, in a death way, but kind of find that light, right. Not walk towards the light. Mm -hmm. Don't go that way yet. Right. <laughs> but, but kind, of, kind of get them into a point where, you know, you, you're at a, you're at an ultimate low. You're feeling so much disparity. You're, you're, you're struggling through what you're going through alcoholism, drugs, whatever your situation is. Have you been in a situation where you can kind of get into a frequency and help elevate them from that point? Yeah, I have, I have in the past. Um, I remember I had one guy in one time and I, I tuned into him. Um, I was doing a psychic reading on him and I could see all of this drug paraphernalia all over his table. And, um, and, and then I, I tuned into his guides and we all have guides and helpers, angels. And they said, you've got to tell him that this is a dangerous path for him to be on. So it was a lot of different kinds of drugs. And, um, He's sitting in front of me, he looked like a normal guy. You wouldn't know passing in the street that he was an addict. And I just looked him dead in the eye and I said, your guides say that you have to stop using drugs. And for him, that was a shocking moment because he had no idea that anybody else could see that. It was something that he had kept privately and, a, and an addiction that he had struggled with through the years and was working on, but had slipped back into and nobody knew that he'd fallen back into addiction. So. Um, the last I heard from him, he was doing a lot better. So I think that it 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 did in that in that instance, um, for example, help to lift him out of that lower vibration because he realized I'm not really hiding it. My angels and my guides, my loved ones on the other side are keeping an eye on me and they want the best for me and they're seeing that I've slipped into this and they're gonna help me out of it. So sometimes just handing somebody a lifeline by letting them know that they're not alone can lift the vibration fairly instantly. We are heading into the holiday season. We just had Dia de los Muertos if, uh, or Halloween, right? Uh, we're heading into Thanksgiving. We're heading into Christmas. Uh, there's going to be a lot of families together, uh, a lot of memories being shared, a lot of lost, uh, lost feelings that are going to be, you know, people are going to be hugging each other, tears, all that sort of stuff. Um, is there anything you know, uh, we normies, <laughs> we, the, you know, the ones that we can't quite, uh, you know, elevate our, 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 our uh, frequency that high, maybe anything we can do to kind of, uh, you know, maybe embrace that uh, spirit energy to, to kind of feel that acceptance if you need that feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so many things that you can do. So picking one is kind of difficult, but I, what I would say to anybody out there is, first of all, I mean, everybody has the ability at some level to connect to 
the other side, to the great consciousness, to the great spirit, God, however you term it, everybody has that ability. We're born with it. We are born with that light within and that light within us can connect to the light, um, to the light that's within everybody else, even if they've if they've passed to the other side. So when we come to the holidays, it really is it, it is a sort of a, a sad reminder of those people that we no longer have with us. But if we can kind of turn that around and realize that they're so very much present, they're so they're so with us in our life and trust uh, because they're always bringing signs, they're always bringing um, reminders of who they are but because you're skeptical or because you're you're shut down or you have to be logical you brush things off that may otherwise catch your attention and you think oh that hummingbird that just came to the window and stared at me for five minutes is just looking for the flower inside my house you know i mean you just kind of find a logical explanation but maybe the hummingbird is a sign that your grandmother is with you around the holidays. So trust the information that you receive, whether it's in a dream or whether it's in a, you know, a, a bird, a butterfly, a feather, a, a penny, um, those little signs that we get from spirit. Um, when it seems out of the ordinary and it seems like it finds you out of nowhere, that's from that can be from spirit really can be and the more you trust it the more you'll see little miracles along the way i'm not that kind of person that sees signs and everything like oh there's this there's that that must be from spirit no but when it hits you in the face that's that's when it's your loved ones and if you don't get those kinds of of, of signs or messages or symbols or dreams just speak to your loved ones you know find that that um, holiday relic that belonged to mom or belonged to your sister or brother or son or daughter and and hold it close and speak to them because they're they're there they can hear you just like you and I are talking they can hear you when when you talk and they love communication and they love when you remember them they love to be loved they love to be remembered so send out that love and you'll receive it in return I like that I like that uh it it for the most part, I like that, right? So uh, we'll go in the backyard and, and, and the you know, the wife's like, look, that butterfly is always coming to you, right? And, and so you're yeah. making that connection. I'm like, well, it's just because, you know, I'm that Disney character where all the animals come to me. Except this <laughs> week, because we had a giant, a couple giant vultures coming by. So hopefully that's not a sign of some bad stuff coming around the corner, right? I was like, dude, look at that. That's awesome. It's a giant vulture. But normally, yeah. normally it is other, other things like, you know, they're butterflies or hummingbirds and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it that definitely caught me by surprise. I don't have, there's not, I don't really see vultures in San Diego very often, but there's been three in this neighborhood and I saw one perched on the, on the wire. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Jay. That's classic. <laughs> that one. Oh, Kelly, it's, it's always it. a great time hanging out with you and talking to you. Uh, you're I, again, you're on a whole different level and the positivity that you spread is, is amazing. Whether you're a believer or not, it's not even about, uh, in, you know, I don't, I don't look at it from a, a religious standpoint or anything like that. It's, it's just the, the, you do a lot of what I try to do. You just do it in a different way and it's to spread positivity to the world, to be a positive influence in people's lives. And you are doing that. I mean, there's, there's people who, who've commented who, uh, like what you've done and the people who comment after, uh, you know, that it's not live anymore and they still comment about what you're doing. You're, you're impacting so many people in a positive way. Uh, I can't see any negative aspect to what you're doing. So, you know, thank you thank again you. for coming on the show and, and keep being the, the, that amazing person you are. 
Thank you. You guys too. You guys are so wonderful. And I so appreciate you having me on all the effort that you went to, to make this show happen. So well, awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks. Thanks again for coming on. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed that. Kelly is amazing. Look at Christy's over here saying we love you, Kelly. <laughs> oh, hi, Christy. So, I mean, again, you just nothing but pure love coming in that, that comes in your way. So, you know, that is amazing. So, ladies and gents, hope you hope you enjoyed, uh, you know, Kelly coming on for the second time. We had to make sure we had a good show with no lag on it because the last one was so amazing. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Ladies and gents, if you guys have any questions or if you want to subscribe to the show, we'd really, really appreciate it. Give us a little subscribe, a rate, a review, a follow at Business Bros Pod. If you want to be a guest on the show, maybe you have a business that's unique, kind of like Kelly's. Go to businessbros.biz slash podcast guest. That is an eight-week waiting list to get on the show. But if you go to businessbros.biz slash last minute, we're going to have some gaps in some times. we got Thanksgiving break. we got Christmas break. I have zero guests scheduled, so we might send out some last-minute guest list so you can hop on and be on the show. Tell everybody what's going on in your life and how you're helping people in a positive way just like Kelly. But other than that, we'll see you guys again tomorrow. Today is SHIT. So happy it's happy Thursday. Thursday. We'll see you again oh. next time. Peace. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.